The day I was almost strangled to death was an oddly warm and fogless one, in the late summer of 97, in the gentrifying Mission District of San Francisco. The single kitchen window framed a clean blue sky. I'd meant to put a curtain on that window for the entire year and change I'd lived there, but never got around to it. That day, its nakedness seemed a glaring indictment. I loved the place when I moved in. It was a postage-stamp-sized shotgun flat in a buttercup-yellow Victorian. I hand-stitched the leopard-print pillows on the bed myself. The only other furniture was a set of overflowing Ikea bookshelves, a trash-picked dresser, and a vintage kitchen table with rusted chrome legs. I had moved in with happy dreams of graduating college. Finally. Writing. Ultimately. It seemed a possibility. Not three feet away, my soon-to-be ex-boyfriend Billy sat at the table, arms outspread, palms down, forehead on the marbled red formica. A tangled mop of sandy brown hipster hair fell over his face, and his shoulders shook with sobs I found both heart-rending and embarrassing. Though it was still morning, the world shimmered with a lazy, hazy gloss, imparted by the pea-sized dollop of black tar heroin I had just smoked off my last sheet of aluminum foil. You couldn't see the shine anymore. It was so streaked with smears of brown-black sludge smuggled across the border in the ass of some poor fuck way less fortunate than I. When I was being realistic, as drug addicts are apt to do only first thing in the morning, when the Jones sets your nerve endings alight, I knew it was demented that I was regularly ingesting a drug that had recently killed two acquaintances of mine. They had unwittingly fired up not just the precious opiate, but also a flesh-eating bacteria. Over the next three days, both they and their friends helplessly watched as their bodies dissolved, cell by decimated cell, into the bloody hospital sheets beneath them. There was nothing the doctors could do to arrest the progress of the bacteria. There was nothing we bystanders could do but watch in shock and awe as our friends fell to pieces in front of our eyes. At the time, it seemed to me the worst way to die. Medieval torture where you die being eaten by rats, starting with your toes. Start with my brain, my heart, overdose, myocarditis, anything other than flesh-eating bacteria. I continued to suck a cloud of heroin smoke through a rolled-up dollar bill, so caked with tar it held together by itself. To the outside world, I was a functional human being. I held down a job at a high-end woman's clothing boutique. I was the fun sales girl, dressed in a vintage cocktail number and keds, always looking like I was going swing dancing straight from work. I flirted with the well-heeled women and their bored chaperones alike, working it for a pathetic commission. I had terrific sales numbers. My father always said I could sell sand in the Sahara. I had honed the skill during years as a stripper, putting myself through college, though I never seemed to actually finish. I was through with all that now, trying to get my life together, even though I had just dropped out of school mere moments before graduating. Again, I was not entirely bereft of ambition. I could still walk away from these poisonous drugs, this equally poisonous guy. I was chipping, using on weekends. Though little by little, 
the weekends had been growing longer. Friday was now solidly a weekend day. Thursday, too, occasionally. As long as you were clean come Monday morning, you wouldn't get strung out and wind up under a bridge. This was Monday, and I was high. But it was an especially horrible Monday. I love you, I told Billy the night before, after he had placed the heel of his hand against my sternum and pushed me up against the wall one too many times. And I'm leaving you anyway. That morning, I wrapped each mismatched piece of glassware in packing paper, placed it in a box, and struggled to manipulate the tape gun under his gaze. Heeding the advice of concerned friends, I had secretly rented a storage facility the week before. For weeks, I had been making plans to move out of town. A clean break. Los Angeles. New Orleans. Austin. Paris. Madrid. Marrakesh. Los Angeles was good enough for now.